We are so glad that you made it. Um, but I have to, you know, tell you guys something. I'm not just dangy wing anymore. The last 72 hours have taught me who I really am. I am dangy wing, the capitulator. It's me, 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 the capitulator. GMI. Uh, okay, quick poll. Anybody know what the percolator is? Blue, do you know what the percolator is? What a percolator is? Nope, great. You or don't. Is this great. like Trey? a. Trey, know. do you know? Nope, great. Fabs? Great. Perfect. <laughs> no idea. No idea. I had it's no like idea what that joke was. I didn't, the it's video was in the early 90s. It's, it's yeah, from like the early heard. '90s, called the Percolator, and that's all that it is. That's the entire song is this guy saying, "It's time for the Percolator." It's we, so we hang know. out different groups, Daggy. Yeah, uh, Percolators <laughs> are in bongs and oh. uh, coffee machines have Percolators. I'm that's, I'm worried this yeah. is a generational difference too, because it's kind of an old song. <laughs> I think. Are See, we the same age? I think we're the same age. <laughs> <laughs> just let it be just let it be okay so i'm here as the capitulator uh lou how's how's, how's your week or days been it, it's been um i don't really know how to describe it like this weekend nothing big happened it seems like nothing was like too there weren't anything like crazy with with floors up or down um we've seen some but uh, compared to the last couple of weeks, it seemed like weekends were pretty busy, so it was a little more tame this weekend. Uh, what about you, Trey? Was was this weekend <laughs> tame for you? I mean, yeah, I mean, we're all, we're obviously all hyped up on raid party, and oh, yeah. obviously it uh, it hasn't been going well. It's been uh, it's been a little bit of a struggle. It's been a rough ride. So uh, so I don't know. It's it it doesn't feel. It obviously sucks when when stuff like that goes down so much, but it's probably one of my worst L's. But um, I don't know. The game's still coming out, and, and hopefully things recover here. I mean, it's just these two projects are just sucking the liquidity out of the market. So we'll see how things kind of recover here this week. Uh, talk about sucking the liquidity out. Babs, you apparently sucked the liquidity out of Mikey? What's going on there? Um, <laughs> so so some, some of the guys were scared of doing raid party, and I said – Stop being scared. Like if you're gonna do any expensive mint, like this one's a no-brainer. Stop being a baby. I said. I said if you if you lose money, I'll cover half your loss. Oh, no, <laughs> I did. No. I said it. I said. But then, but then these <laughs> fools—they had a chance to make profit, but they're sitting there being greedy and they didn't take it. Right? Like like all of us, we're all idiots. We're all broke as fuck because we got greedy. Could have made it. Could have made probably like three to four Ethereum if we would have sold. 
uh, but we didn't. And yeah, so now we're all down bad between raid party and Pixelmon, like Trey said. I, you know, I, I, I can't, I can't even send my lunch with my son tomorrow for school. Um, he's, he's going to have to go empty handed. I'm broke. Uh, so we're, we're pretty down sad here. Dude, oh, your tweet God. got a lot of a lot of traction there. Like uh, people loved it. People loved it. Dude, that one guy was like, "This is like the tweet of 2021." I was, yeah. It's like what in 2022. I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but on the plus side, Ethereum's back up. So like, I don't know, is it a net win, net loss? You know, feels that feels better. So um, can't can't have everything, I guess. But it's amazing uh, how much like Ethereum goes up by 10% and everyone's like, got to sell my NFTs now. Like they're worthless. Let's dump them. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, it's up like 50% or 20. It's closer to 20 at this point. Yeah. Fair. Uh, so Babs, was this, was this the tweet that uh, no, got some? I, 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 no, I replied to You got to go to my replies. I replied to yeah, the like 42 likes. Fix- that was I one replied of them, to pick someone yeah. or pick someone dev i replied to him man that was gonna be a good segue oh damn i might still segue to it anyway just blow you know, i like that tweet blow too, all too. my sticks i'm gonna go back to my warm whitelist mints only um they're safe whitelist mints oh very safe the, oh you, you think they're safe yeah uh how are your did you did you have any of the uh what, what are the anime ones that just revealed that no just, i didn't have any I did have a cool cat pet and I shamefully uh, dumped it because I was tilting my face off from all my losses and I just wanted to feel good. I actually wanted to keep my cool cat pet, but I I was down so sad that I was like, I'm just dumping this, taking my little win and moving on. I've done that. I've for sure done that. Lou, have you done that? Like today. Lou, have you, have you capitulated when you like felt bad about a bad mint or a bad beat or whatever before? Yeah, um, that's what I did with my Azuki, actually. Oh, I was like, I'm not going to have any money if I don't sell the Suzuki right now. And I mean, that was, you know, five, six Ethereum ago. <laughs> <laughs> but that it sucks. happens. What about you? What about you, Trey? Do you do you do that? And also, like, you're notoriously diamond hands. Like, how do you <laughs> cope with that once you take a bad beat? Um. Yeah, I mean, it's. This, like I said, this was this is one of my worst ones. Um, I was lucky. I I had sold some stuff over the weekend specifically to cover my investment in raid party. I kind of was like, okay, I'm gonna. I went kind of balls to the wall on this. I should probably sell some stuff here to make up for that liquidity. So it was kind of nice to have that to fall back on. Like if I do make a big bet like that, usually I'm kind of moving my chips around um in my at least in my nft portfolio so i've been selling a lot of that like kind of smaller stuff just like not necessarily crap but just like maybe some projects that i still had like five to ten of or something like that that was worth like 0.05 i kind of just went and listed like matt used the lucky trader tool and mass listed those over the weekend um and then i I, like i sold a couple groupies so i just kind of found some liquidity from other places and and kind of used it to justify it that way but i'm not rushing to to really sell anything right now i don't um i don't necessarily think that that's worth it i don't want that's, my emotions to to kind of drive ooh, my next decision like i already made a bad decision bad decision by investing in raid party whether the process was off or not is is another story i guess but um i don't want my l here to kind of you know make up 
or, or influence my decisions for selling other stuff that I maybe otherwise wouldn't have wanted to. The You said two sharp things there that I'm going to try to pull out uh, for people and for myself. Like One, you did it ahead of time, so you already covered your cost basis, essentially, and that helps mitigate the emotional kind of loss that you felt. Uh, yeah. I think you have pixelated dangy right now, too, which fits with Pixelmon. Um, so, Bab, what do you do to counteract that, if anything at all? Like when I when I make bad plays, like what's my thought process to get out of it? Yeah. Like I I usually tilt sell stuff makes me feel better, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being honest, like I, if I if I can realize some profits other places, um, you know, I, I do feel a little better. Um, like with with whitelist nowadays, I always feel like I have some safer free money coming if I'm on some good ones and cool cat pets was one of those ones. I always kind of had that banked in my head, feel better when you sell it and get profit kind of offset, offset your losses. I just makes me feel better. Um, you know, I don't like, I can absorb those losses. Um, I know a lot of people out there, maybe that's not as fun. Um, but like, it's, it's tough when you mint something and it's down over 50%, like, whatever, eight hours later, right? Like, it's not fun for anyone, um, which you, I think you kind of see across NFT collections today. Like, people are maybe selling stuff that they wouldn't have sold otherwise just to make themselves feel better, right? So, uh, it is what it is, right? Uh, you learn from it. Hopefully, we'll, we'll make that same mistake. Like, going into the Pixelmon Mint, like, I never felt good about it, um, which should tell yourself something, but sometimes you don't yep. listen to yourself, right? You see you see how fast it's selling. You think, like, oh, this is a no-brainer. You jump in, but, you know, maybe the FOMO and, you know, some of, some of it, sometimes I don't want to see other people make money when I'm not making money, um, but that shouldn't be a driving factor in your decision. Um, something to think about in the future. Rem remind yourself that you don't always have to be in everything. And just because everybody in the, just because everyone in your Discord is is minting something, does not mean that you have to either, right? Um, I think we've all been caught up in that, right? Where it's just like everybody's minting something, regardless of the nature of the investment. It's everybody's doing it. I'm going to jump into how could it go wrong? Um, so yeah, it's I think there's a couple of valuable lessons to take out of the last 24 hours, probably. I, I've learned I've learned quite a few lessons. Uh, I've encountered quite a few lessons. Uh, I think time will tell uh, if I'm going to learn them. <laughs> and that's where I'm getting frustrated personally. Did with you myself. guys plan like, on Pixelmon? I didn't know that it was releasing until like two hours Don't before. Right? So, so I always kind of like, like been interested in it. Like, I think it's a, like a neat concept. Like I thought a Pokemon knockoff game, like NFT game, like would be successful if they did it the right way. My problem is once they said it was a three Ethereum Dutch auction, I didn't like the feeling. Like if, if they did it a Dutch auction starting at one Ethereum, like are are we we're, like what's the downside then, right? Like the downside is it might go down to 0.5. Like it it felt it feels better, but when it's three Ethereum, like the downside is a lot if it goes to zero, right? Like um Well, and me and but me and Gump were talking about that when we were in voice. And we were like, what is the downside here? And it was, we had this, we made the quick rash decision that it was relatively low, but that was, I think we were using past high ETH mint price Dutch auctions as like a benchmark to, to, I guess, compare it against. And obviously like it works until it doesn't. And this was, this was it right here. I mean, this was straight up like an art box drop. You just, 
I there wasn't. I thought there wasn't we the you. There's nothing. I thought we had until the the folks who got on the whitelist got theirs at very cheap uh, to get out. When I minted, uh, that quickly was uh, wrong. But that that's why I felt okay going for it, just because, like I mentioned, the demand was there at at three ETH. Yeah. But the demand was there for idiots like me just trying to flip it for a few bucks. Like I immediately listed for like three point four two or something like that. And See, that's just because I said, I just wanted to make a quick point four, And then how many people are going to do the same thing? That's See, the I would not, I mean, I would never do that. See, I, I, I couldn't do that. Um, if I'm going to invest but that's, in the ETH, I don't want to make point four. Like I don't correct. That just doesn't compute. It, it felt like it felt like an easy mint, like, Oh, there's demand. So naturally there's gonna be second guys. I don't know about the project long term, yeah. but short term, get in, get out. And I've done that with art blocks that that ate the shit shortly thereafter. And I've been really happy with that choice. But, you know, I, I get your point too, Trey, of like, why are you spending three ETH on this thing that you don't really know much about, that you don't trust? And then that's just too, oh, too I'm not, high of risk. It's not it's not that. It's for it goes for any art block too. Like I, those people that especially when there's a ten percent fee when you go to sell in secondary like you the people that buy for two or three ETH and then sell for like even 0.5 or point you know six above mint price like you you're basically grinding out 0.1 or 0.2 you'd be better off in the grinders thread Mm -hmm. like you know grinding some white lists and because that those are 0.1 mint price you sell for 0.2 now it's the same thing right so i just don't see the the point in taking on all of that risk even if it is slightly less risk because of the higher mint price. I don't, yeah. I think everybody came to the realization that that's not the case today. I just can't get over how many people mint at three Ethereum and instantly are willing to take one Ethereum losses an hour later, right? Yeah, like, it wasn't even I, an I, hour later. It yeah, was not even an hour, hour later. Like, that was the quickest I've ever seen it. it. So, so it like, so I, I think we underestimate how many people have smaller bankrolls that can't absorb like that's their liquidity right like they're minted things for three ethereum they might have five to six ethereum bankrolls and like they're dust if they don't get that out right like i think we underestimate that a bit and how many people panic quickly um, when that's happening so i I think it's a little different like back in the day that stuff never happened where it 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 does happen more like people panic faster almost um just adds a new level of risk to to minting stuff that's not whitelist right yeah in the high okay babs go ahead lou in the higher price range higher price yeah Yeah. because you're minting something at at three ETH versus like point point oh one or not point oh one like point one or less. It's like a very different style, I guess, in minting and being willing to hold it when it's under mint, you know. <laughs> it's not what I meant. It's not what I meant. It's such a great comment. Like people people who have five six ETH bankrolls should not be minting stuff for three Ethereum. Yeah. Like but that, but I think there's a nugget in there though, because you're saying they panic and they say, "Well, this is my liquidity. I need to get something out so I can stay in the game." At point one, it's likely not their liquidity, and so they can ride it a little bit longer, as in the the masses can. Yeah. Okay. Um, Eric gets it. Bab saying whitelist like Carlini saying crypto kitties during spaces. Why Let's must see. you calculate the circumference of the dev's erect penis to mint his project? Governor Dow, proof of existence, universal VIP whitelist, free to integrate, no... 
Okay. That was a, I, I didn't realize it was a plug. I just heard the beginning of him <laughs> yeah. talking shit about whitelists. So, uh, good one, Governor Dow, whatever you are. You got free advertising on us. Uh, but yeah, even Hard Rock Nick is getting in on the game of anti-whitelist meta. We've been railing, and Babs has been railing against whitelist meta for, uh, what, like f- four months? Like, it's been a long time, right? It was only started it. They were um, the worst. They Babs does whitelist, so. Now I'm a grinder. I, yeah. <laughs> I still don't like it, though, in. right? Like, I, I do them, but I don't like it, right? Like, I'm smart enough to realize what's happening and um, get in the game, I guess. Right. Like I, I'm not just going to sit on the sidelines and not mint anything. Like I'm trying to get on whitelists that are easy. I've never grinded one, but like I'll play the game if everyone else is right. I drew a cat so, the other day. <laughs> was it a tubby cat? Yeah. Yeah. It was a tubby cat. Look, right, right here, I still have my, yeah. I still have my, uh, Toadstool, my toadstool's answers, even right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Got on that whitelist. Oh, funny. So, what what do we think that whitelists are doing to the overall market? Because at first we saw only a few folks getting whitelist, and then they're able to mint for free or for a little bit, and then the majority were still a gas war. And we've seen that just the the whitelist numbers go gigantic compared to the total number of mints. And that's causing even worse gas wars, which is very weird. But I'm wondering if projects are doing it just because they think that it breeds some sort of like loyalty to the group. But mm. does no, it? I think, like, I think, it gets I think, a little bit of, I think it's a little If they're different. partnering with other discords, then it, yeah. it definitely gets the word out, right? Like you reach out to other discords and say, hey, here's 10 whitelist spots for our stuff. Like it gets, it's word of mouth. Like, oh, this, then it looks cool. Like there's gotta be something behind it. But Yeah, I think it, it increases hype around it. It not guarantees, but just higher likelihood of sellout, especially if you, if you guarantee that there's going to be, you know, 8,000 of these minted, then that's more likely that, you just sell out versus a self mint. So I think that's potentially what it comes down to. And then, yeah, you're starting up a community where how many of them are real communities? Unsure. Just makes me so tired. Like it's, it's yeah. very tiring. And it's like during NFT summer, we had to be around our computers because, Oh, a project might drop and then it's a gas war immediately. But now it's a discord might drop <laughs> do a handstand and then you have to write shit on a piece of paper and then submit it. It's so bad. It, this I, is I worse. Just, like, I, I hate having to like be fast at joining discords. Like it's just as bad as, as minting, right? Like it's, it sucks just as much. Like it sucks just as much as gas wars. Like I always have to be at your computer. Like, is it any better? Like it doesn't feel any better to me. Um, other than it, like, yeah. Other and like what, what person who is grinding whitelists, like actually does it because they love the community. Like I guarantee you 95% of these people are doing it because they want the free money, which I tweeted about and everyone loved it. But it is like, honestly, it's, it's, it's just people, you know, that, that want the, like they might not have jobs. Like they have a bunch of free time. If they grind this white list for, you know, the next two weeks, they might make, you know, one Ethereum on it. Like th- that's a pretty good job for most people, right? Like every two weeks making one Ethereum, like, that's what that's what their game plan is. It's not because they love the community. It's because they want free money easily, right? Like, then they move on to the next one. You only need like one or two in a month to yeah. hit. 
Like you, yeah. like the the killer girlfriend was that one a uh, grind? Um, I just think of like that one as as soon as another one where if you were in these other communities first, like the Ubu crew or whatever that was helping get the mint. Um, I mean, those were both they both hit over two. I mean, as soon as you know now has gone back, but um, some of these you have to time correctly, obviously, but. Um, like we've said before, a lot of these are dust and probably don't feel worth it. It's almost like the timing of the market is a big factor with it too. Yeah, it's true. So are people going to think that they're worth it because they hit a bunch like two, three weeks ago and then two, three weeks from now, let's say, you know, if Ethereum keeps moving up as well, then I don't know. What do you think? The, how profitable do you think the people that are paying others to grind discords? How, how profitable do you think they've been? They're printing. Not yet. They have I, to be printing. If someone, if, put, if, if someone put up like a, or was able to put together like an Axie level farm that just has yeah. like people doing it for them and there's processes to it and all that stuff. I don't put the logistics of wallet access and all that stuff has just got to be. Crazy. Yeah, like th like think of how many good ones you could have hit the last month, like Karafuru, um, yeah. Azuna, Azuki had a whitelist. Like, there's there's a bunch of those grinding ones that you know had one to four Ethereum floors. If you hit three or four of those in in two month period, like you're laughing, right? Like it's it's yeah. it's. And I almost wish I was smart enough just to find someone to pay them to grind it for me, right? Uh, outsourcing the time too is the important part as well because that's kind of what you're faking versus why I liked being able to go and do a gas war. Great. I'm done versus this kind of whitelist stuff too. Cause what, let's say you get in, you're an OG in a discord, then there's pruning, then there's activity, then it's 10 invites plus level three. Then it's all these like silly. It's weird. But at least they're tangible, I guess. Um, the so invites. one. It really is because it's the number of people in the Discord just gets so inflated. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know, like what what's the way out of this meta though? Um, to Philly's point, <clears throat> this is whale talk. Uh, small grinders can't really handle gas wars or do it. So I wonder what's next. I, I've been thinking about this for a couple days, and I really don't know what an alternative would be to this whitelist meta or what's going to really supplant it because it solves the team's problems. Like Lou said, people aren't really complaining too much. I don't know. The problem what, is what? it increases discord hacks. Yeah. They've, they've happened a lot more because people are like more like we saw with um, the fortune friends one, like you're trying to connect with the other communities. And then through that people pose as someone else and, you're just in the discord more often and more susceptible to these hacks. So that's, that's like the downside of it, but I'm not really sure like on the big super hyped stuff, it's hard to get away from it at this point. Why, why can't they come up with a better solution? Right? Like I, I still think there isn't a solution because no one's came up with a better one. That makes sense. Um, but there's something out there that's better than a gas war. That's better than grinding whitelists. There's some kind of minting solution that is a reserve function that doesn't just the website just doesn't break when 10,000 people are all trying at the same time. Like there's a, a different function that's better than what we have, right? Like, I don't know if anyone's found it yet, but 
there is like someone's got to think of one here here's one that's different i don't know if it's better but i'll show you the tail end of it uh here's a little bit of it at least wheel of names yeah what you're watching right now ladies and gentlemen is um super plastic and super gucci doing a raffle for the folks who have the right to mint the last few of their <laughs> nfts and this is how they send it out to their community is through a vid vid <laughs> vidyard recording of wheel of names um and they're doing another one as well so they do like two different random things for it but um the floor on these right now is 11.89 <laughs> so like i just can't i find it a hard time to handle the floor of 11.89 and then this at least appearing to be a low effort raffle it's so what are our thoughts on raffles it's almost like the the good part about the grinding is like at least they're putting in effort where a raffle is just like random. So it's like, I don't know. It's almost like you have to support them in some way first. Like what if they did merch drop before the regular drop or something? I don't know. And you had to participate in that first. But then people are just going to pay the hundred bucks or whatever to get on it. I don't know. That's kind of like what Invisible Friends did, which I hated. Like, oh, you can buy our merch for the chance for a whitelist raffle. Like, get out of here. Like, get get over yourself on that one, too. Like, come up with a solution that's not a raffle because everyone just funds a bunch of fake wallets and, you know, enters those. Like, that's not a better answer. Like, I actually didn't hate the Raid Party public mint. Um, like, like, some kind of solution like that where it's a reservation system, you have 30 minutes to mint it, um, like like incorporating like Web 2 with Web 3 somehow that, you know, it's not a gas war, but you can, you know, first come, first serve kind of click it. Um, there's got to be another way anyway. Yeah, I mean, raffles have to be the worst way to do it. <laughs> yeah, buy 12 books. That, that's my favorite one. <laughs> Uh, I mean, raffles are just the worst way because it does you feel so hopeless or like helpless because you can't like you literally had no control over it with a with like whitelist meta. At least it's like, well, you know, I'm taking it's easier to eat those L's because I'm like, well, I'm not willing to put in that effort right now. Whereas with a raffle, it's like, oh, yeah, I went and entered the raffle and I lost. It's like I had no say over whether I was going to get that or not. Um, it was just complete luck of the draw. Whereas at least with like whitelists, you can like the people that are grinding are the ones that are making money. So, you know, I guess out of any other, out of all the alternatives to gas wars, that's probably my favorite one because it actually allows the people that want to grind it and put in the time, it allows them to, to come out on top and actually get the whitelist or at least get the chance to mint. So it is what it is. I mean, yeah, there's no easy perfect solution to it i mean are you looking for fairness are you looking to maximize profit for the team it, the drop kind of depends the way that you <clears throat> design the drop mechanics depend on kind of who you're catering to um in that sense uh <clears throat> and storm i think had the a right the right answer about why they're happening which is there's no incentive for the team to change things because it's working for the teams so mm -hmm. Until, until the people fight back or whatever against whitelist, like it's just not going to work. Like what? What did we teach teams by uh, minting uh, the immediate dust? 
at three ETH in a gas war. We taught them just, hey, crank up the Dutch auction machine. We Maybe we'll meet at five. I don't know. See what happens, guys. And then we can figure out the price. So you, the one thing you want to do as a team with on the Dutch auction is not price it too low because then you you messed up and you lost money. Like a Zuki, right? <sighs> Dutch auctions just seem like cash grabs to yeah. me. I mean, those, because it's, it's, people just FOMO it. And I mean, it's like, it's like setting the, the bar higher. Right. Yeah, it doesn't. It's just price yeah. discovery. Like they're not it's saying not really, that though. it costs three ETH. Pixelmon was not worth three ETH. People just right, jumped into it. People decided that it. it was. That's, yeah, but no, like it teams wasn't. know that now. Yeah, I mean, Dutch auction, I think, is still better than a lot of the other ways, but it's tough because, like, how do you price it? That doesn't seem too cash grab because when Clonex yeah. started at 3 ETH, people were like, oh, wow, that's cash grab. But when Pixelmon did it, people didn't immediately think it was cash grab. Yeah. Uh, like, what? And I just find, like, the new meta for teams is to price all these mints super high like how many mints yeah. are now 0.4 where that, that used to be 0.05 right mm -hmm. like i i find people are just getting greedy and and they know us yeah, the gens are gonna it. mint it out and like we almost need to stop minting stuff for them to change um yeah that's what and, it would be and bl we we're blaming ourselves here yeah. we need everybody to get mad at all the projects that are you know, overinflating their price on the Dutch auctions or just on the mint price in general and, you know, revolt back and demand for mints again. Those are the best like, ones. Like what was that dumb project the other day? Like beans, those were 0.3 or something. Like, come on. Those were 0.03. Back. Australia. Yeah. Like, yeah. What? Uh, 10% uh, of the Pixelmon mint. And I mean, I don't know. It, it's yeah. like you said, there's so many of these that are over 0.2 where there was nothing that was 0.2 before. Like, no. remember doodles was what 0.123 and we thought that was ridiculously high. <laughs> now that's like, that would be cheap mint today. That's so Lou, that's good perspective. I didn't even think about that. That's, that yeah. is crazy. I'm, I'm starting to, I'm, I'm thinking out loud of like, what would be a good metric of, is it market cap of if they sell out at this price, what's the market cap of this game? And is Pixelmon worth whatever that market cap would be? Probably not. And so that's, that's like a heuristic. Five thousand ETH. So much. seventy million. They made seventy million. Yeah, seventy million. Like why? Well, why do they have seventy million dollars? <laughs> so, so like what? Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna practice using that as a metric when I'm doing these yeah. Dutch auctions. Of like, is that insane? Yeah, that's insane. So, oh, God. Because what was how many were in the Wassies collection? Ten thousand. I think it's ten thousand. Yeah. See, that one was was kind of cool where it went upwards in price instead of downwards. Um, well, what was the, how did the game. raid party do? Is that how they did it on their same auction? See, yeah. maybe that's maybe that's the auction to do. Because if people that, keep jumping on top yeah. of the other one, then that's probably better. Than going downward. That yeah. one's even more FOMO inducing than the Dutch auction, though, I find, right? Like, the more, like, once you fall out, people ramp it up, right? Like, I actually, it's Those fun. Are fun, though. It's, Those are it's so a lot fun. of fun, but it yeah. is more FOMO inducing than a regular Dutch auction. Yeah. Especially when you're already like four ETH in, you're like, eh, it's, it's another ETH. I'll just, I'll, I'll hit the transaction for one, but really, you're up to five and it's, oh, yeah. God. 
Now, I have one that didn't get FOMO'd like crazy. That was, I, I don't know if it's considered whitelist. It wasn't really like a grind for whitelist, but these FCF ballers, they can't even sell at 0.17. Um, are they still sitting there? Yeah. So the apes are the closest ones, and they're only at 6,700 out of 8888. Um, the, let's see, the gutter cat one is only at 2,300. So it's like, how come one of these things can sell out at like 0.4? The squiggles one's going to sell out at 0.4, probably. And this one can't even sell out when they go from 0.08 to 0.17. So it, how much of it is like just that sheer number of people in a Discord? And because it's not like the Squiggles thing is a brand beforehand or anything. Like FCF Ballers, like they've had a season. They're actually a brand. You'd think they would be decent enough at marketing to sell more than they're probably not even 50% of the way. So it's kind of weird if you look at it that way, where how much of that, we haven't really talked about the at NFT account. How much of it is this like fake marketing push that creates the FOMO for other people? I I think it's a huge bit. That's hard to say. A lot of them, well, we'll see what that NFT ethics account all your all questions about that put aside. They said they're going to out some projects and the ring of 3D meta projects. I wonder how much liquidity those projects have taken out of the system, just ripped out from people yeah. like me, an ethical minter uh, that EZ is referencing that I have the right to make money off of my mint, and those people do not. I know it's bull. But I'm just doing a bit. I never, I never think we have the right to make money. I think. Um... I would like to mint something and not have it lose 50% value in eight hours. Right. Like, like usually when, when you're minting something, you're hoping for a flip for profit, but let's be real. Like if, if I mint it and it's stays at what I paid for and four months later they grow the project and it, it keeps growing. Like no one's complaining. Right. Like in those situations, people are complaining when their mint drops by 50% eight hours later. Right. Yeah. versus like the slow downward path of other ones like that's what a lot all these someone posted that one today earlier the lord society is like 0.02 right now wasn't there one that that came out today the eagle one well it's all those like 3d ones one. that look exactly the same right and like didn't we think they're all by the same team right like they all yeah. felt like uh but i think now that it's out they're all collapsing like yeah. they like they were already pretty much down from highs, but I think now that it's out there, the people that didn't realize that have caught on to it and are potentially like rethinking strategies or, or whatnot. Cause those were like guaranteed profits if you got into them. So people probably weren't really complaining about it, but then when you break it out and you're like, yeah, it's only profit if you get out of it in the first like three days or whatever. Yeah. Well, and the the problem is like even if those projects die, like the creators that were just copy and pasting these projects like just are running off with so much ETH. 
Did you and guys technically, I mean, like, how can you even if they don't promise anything? Like, I guess you, if you get into the legality of it, it's like, did they promise a roadmap and did they promise like yeah. derivative or just other stuff? So, but if they just say it's a collectible, like, is it? Are yeah. you really breaking the law by selling a digital collectible to people, right? And then leaving? I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, that whole thing was was kind of wild. I listened in on on the spaces for part of it. It was like kind of depressing at times, but it was more, it was one of those things where it was like 20 against one and every once in a while, someone else would hop in from his side and they'd be like, come on, that isn't fair to ask him a question that way. And it was just like, he's denying that there is a spreadsheet where it was only like two or three of them were, were above mint. And they're like, well, at what point do you know something is going to be a failure, but you still are promoting it? He's yeah. like, oh, we would never do that. And someone like brought out a tweet when something like, it was just crazy. People had all of this dirt on him and was just kept showing it. And then the next day, the the NFT account was gone from all the platforms. So Who was the one that was in that spaces talking? Was That wasn't Cuban, right? Because Cuban no, ran the- it was something with his like- name. Yeah, but he like ran the, or did he start the, or founded that Instagram page or something, and then maybe just paid people to run it? Um, I I think, wasn't sure how Cuban was connected in all of it. I think he was like in, invested in, in it, or like the, there's probably a company that has a few different of these sort of accounts for different industries. I bet yeah. he's like, um, in there with in there uh, the investment of the, like the overarching company. Yeah. But it doesn't look good for him. Everyone's connected. Has he made a statement or anything about it? Or is he trying to stay far away for now? I haven't seen anything. No. I haven't seen much either. Yeah, I haven't I've seen just... much of Cuban in general since he got rugged by Titan. Yeah, because he's just getting paid 100K <laughs> just... a week. Just uh, yeah. pumping out all these other NFT videos. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. They were I, I had watched some of them because when I was trying to start up the, the TikTok account for Lucky Trader, like that was one of it was like the had two million followers or something. So I was like, okay, what are they doing? That's good. And it was just it's so cringy to like watch these people talking about like this ape sold for six hundred Ethereum. And they're just like so fake excited. It was it was wild. What's this? Is this the team? No, this is this is Mark Cuban's uh, lazy.com account that he links to in his Twitter bio. I remember when he made uh, this site. Oh, so I'm seeing a bunch of these like invisible friends that are getting sent to people that I don't think they get caught. Yeah, the he says in his bio like some are gifted, some he bought, so who knows. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just I'm wondering if like cost if, plus like counter trading would be would be a thing for these um i haven't even looked at this so i'm, I'm just curious what he was holding oh, oh yeah, <laughs> nice. oh, love the buttheads if you look at um, any of like the celebs account it looks like this it's all just fake board apes everywhere and these swimmy sharks rubber oh those. I, I probably have 50 of those oh i have so many so <laughs> many swimmy sharks <laughs> If, if these are rational markets, then Mark Cuban may not have an honorary butthead number three, <clears throat> one click from his Twitter bio. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, man. 
I don't I don't know where NFTs go from here. I've been kind of having that philosophical question myself of like where this is what a maturing market feels like in some ways. Like this is what shit coins felt like back in uh, 2017-ish. Um, where does it go? <laughs> uh, where people Eric is saying send it all to zero. Of it, you mean? Yeah. And that's where like the higher priced mints are coming. And it's like there there is actual utility coming for some of these at least. And that varies by the holder. But tangible benefits might be a different way to put it versus utility because it's kind of a cliched term but when and how i think that's going to be interesting to come because maybe we need maybe people need winter to build they don't build and then winter comes i don't know babs what do you think is the next step for this kind of market not price action but like maturity wise yeah like all these feel overpriced to me still. Like I know we, we've been saying that forever. Um, but, it, but at a certain point, you know, like do people really want to hold th- numerous 3000 to $100,000 JPEGs, right? Like it eventually, it eventually like something like there's going to be a come to Jesus moment. I feel like um, I hope I've sold enough by then, but I, I just don't feel like, that kind of floor for all of these things can last forever. Um, like you always hear people talk about, you know, two to three years from now, uh, an average NFT is going to cost 25 bucks, right? Like I, I do think that'll happen. Um, there's just so many it's oversaturated. Sure. There'll be some that are always expensive, but we have projects popping up every day that are two to three, three Ethereum floors. And it, it just doesn't feel natural to me. Um, so like, like, like you said, the market's maturing. I, I feel like it's going to keep maturing to the point where that's maybe not normal. Um, I might be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Um, but that, that's kind of how I feel. Uh, gravity has an interesting point. I don't agree with gravity's point, but it's an interesting potential talking point of like, we need a marketplace that vets project projects and, He's implying, hello, Coinbase, that Coinbase may be vetting projects. I know nothing about what Coinbase's plans are specifically around vetting projects. Does anybody know like KYC stuff or doxing stuff or project Apparently, roadmap or whatever? Magic Eden doesn't care about doing any of that. So can you, can you tell I us mean, the story about Magic Eden? Um, Magic Eden, there was this guy that was saying that they don't vet any projects and they don't ask... For- there was a rug that's what it was the rug came out and was like yeah they didn't they didn't check any ids on us they didn't do any background checks like they just wanted the money and they knew we would get them the money if they looked at us for longer than 30 seconds they would have known we were going to be a rug and this is this they're just like tweeting and they have rug in their name now uh it was it was kind of funny but now like today magic eden was in on it or something and um accounts were getting drained i'm not sure if it was like the legit magic eden or they got hacked or something i wasn't sure of that side of it but yeah like solana is down so bad they also had that wormhole thing yeah so the balloon one they want to de-rug balloons (laughs) refund minters who sold below floor what do they mean by derug? Just like list them back. They probably delisted it. But click on <sighs> the balloonsville. See if they 
scrub their chat there um, from yesterday. Oh, I mean, here's what's bad. I like the art. The art's kind of cute. It's fun. They're balloons. (laughs) Balloon heads. Did I just see that it's on Solana? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. so it's on Solana. Um, Oh, it must have been the other one. Yeah. So this is their version two. Wait, what? Oh, see, if you get a tattoo, that's a great whitelist. That's just photoshopped, right? It does look I like Yeah, like come on. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be much different uh with a real tattoo. That's still crazy though. I Solana scares me still. Uh Lou, do you do you do Solana NFTs? Now the wormhole thing scared me out, but DeFi land just was a straight down arrow. Um and it just seems like there's a lot of scams on Solana. There's not a lot of hype around things like there are on, on Ethereum or even like the side chains of Ethereum. And it seems like it's all FUD around Solana. The coin's just been down. The venture capital is running the show on like all of these projects. And to me, I'm just like I'm pretty out on Solana in general. Like I still have some some NFTs that'll probably just like list at some point, but it just seems like sentiment is really low for them right now. Um, I know that they have some they had some other big games. They had the Star Atlas that has been just like crashing as well. Like it just seems like everything on Solana is is down and doesn't really look like it has the ability to like pick back up quickly. Now, that being said, if like a Coinbase had Solana on it, I don't know. Maybe that would help, or if OpenSea added it. But I don't know. I just think people don't like to get another coin, I think. They just love, if everything's on Ethereum, makes it simple. But but Coachella. What about Coachella yeah, NFTs? Is this. Coachella on, That's on, on Solana? Yep. Mm. I'm into this. What, what did the... I knew what the 10 year ones got you was access and whatever. What did the regular NFTs get you, Lou? I thought the the photos themselves were kind of cool. Um, the floor on them is about mint. There's 10,000 of them. Uh, let's see. It's a 10 digital collectibles made up of iconic festival photos and never before heard soundscapes from polo fields. So, so you got one of the you. 10. So that that was one issue. Is there's a thousand of each. Um, you can redeem them for physical prints of the photos, uh, which if you look at it that way, and it costs sixty dollars. Like it's very cheap to do it. Um, sixty dollars, and you could get the physical print of it. It's probably about what it would cost versus like some of these. Salon, the the DeFi land one, they're like two soul to get one of their NFTs. And the price yeah. of you ever you have you looked at the price of DFL recently? I don't know if you're still in it at all. But oh, I, I got way out of that. I'll I'll look. I think when I first bought it was 20 cents. And the last time I looked, it was six. So yeah, that's been uh, down bad. Six cents. Six cents in what six weeks? Not even. It started like Jan. Didn't it start the first week of January or something. 
So right um, around there. Whew. That was down pretty bad, that one. Yikes. But I don't know. Yeah. Did you ever get into Solana Babs? I know no. you like kept staying off. But so when you guys got really into it, like when you guys got really into it when it was popping, I was on vacation and I just didn't want to put the effort in setting up the wallet. And, yeah. and by the time I came back, a few people got scammed and and it was kind of it was kind of over and I just didn't bother. So um yeah. That that story gives me hope for NFTs in general because you go on vacation, there's a whole new thing happening, and then oh, by the time you get back, it's gone. So yeah, sometimes that happens with the apes. You know? One one Babs vacation is all we need to turn this ship right back around, and then we're just gonna print. Right? Mine, so was, this... mine was similar because I didn't want to get on Salon either. And then I put I like loaded up a wallet with ten, and then just said I tried to click a button really fast a bunch of times, didn't get it, and that same ten souls still just sitting in that same wallet <laughs> over the summer. See, the problem with these is like the there's like shitty ones. Yeah. The floor is like these three photos are the floor. Yeah. Um, there were a couple that another, were kind of cool, but it's just another thing to manage too, right? Like this it's kind of cool. Like hard enough time keeping up, and now I got to manage another wallet, another marketplace. Like I think that's a lot of things for people. Like they can't manage more than you know people that aren't on I'm, Solana are like all, only focused on Solana. It feels like now. Um, it's just hard to juggle everything, right? Speaking of juggling, it's an athletic feat, right? We've got an athletic feat coming up this week. Olympics. It's football. No, no, football. <laughs> football. I went looking for a football slideshow, and this is one of the things that showed up. Uh, it's called American Football Day, and <laughs> so I kept it because I just love that it's called American Football Day. Um, so thank you and shout out to Gump who put together some lines for us. What we're going to do is we're going to go around and we're going to go over under on these lines and then uh, get back to you next Monday on how we did. So actually I realized I need to, let me get a doc up so we can keep track of this. All right. Are you ready? Question number or line number one. Apes. Will the board ape yacht club floor move more than 20 ETH within 24 hours of the Super Bowl ending? Yes, at plus 150. No, at minus 130. Lou, where are you going with this? This is up or down, right? Correct. Up only. Look at Babs' face when you said up or down. Look at his face. Down? Come on. I mean, that's that's a very important piece of it. Because, you know, that's what, like 20% move? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it'd be a it big just move. moved like 20 the other day. I mean, it got up to like 120 and then came down to a That's what I mean. Yeah. Didn't it, it moves, get below 100? It 20 yeah, in a day. Like, yeah. I mean, it was like a 20 normally. in a day. That was the day that everything moved by like 30%, though, right? Like, oh, oh, oh. Well, no, I'm just saying, I don't yeah. think, I don't think there's any NFT collection that's isolated from. The whole market yeah. going down, right? Babs like, thinks we're fighting the bluest of all. Which I mean, twenty percent. But there's going to be. This is like the one of the bigger buy the rumor, sell the news events. That's what I was saying in the Odyssey history. That's what I was saying. I mean, this is like. I mean, everybody is talking. There's Super Bowl bets on Bovada, and Bet Online just bought a freaking ape. That's the sports book I use, but. 
It's like I mean, what they, bet- they they have an ape as their it. profile picture. I I wish I would have seen that those odds on Bovada earlier. They had like what know. was what's the first NFT to appear in a commercial too, which was kind of cool. Really? So what's the first so NFT? is Lou answering this or was he doing? I don't know. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> I was I was waiting. I, I thought he, he was still thinking. Down? No, he's gonna oh, yeah. say no loud. And we're saying I've got a doc, and also we're okay, recording I'm, this, so we can I'm just go back and yes. watch if we want. Going yes, yeah. Are you going up or down? Do you think? Um, it's just yes or no. Oh, you can't explain your logic. Make a call. I think that this is. I do think that this is going to cause price action either way, because there's people that are like, "Oh, we're going to the moon," because they're going to show it at the halftime show, and if they don't show it. Then those people are going to panic potentially, and it goes down. Or like it does show, and like random people that are watching it who are multimillionaires are going to go in and and buy an ape, and it's going to go up. Trey, what do you chance, have? Um, yeah, this is a tough. Twenty ETH is a lot, though. I am as much as I want to say yes because I do think it is going to be a buy the rumor, sell the news type event. I don't know that it's going to be twenty ETH, so I'm going to say no. Uh, Babs, hard, hard no. Um, one, well, coin. well, so one, one, anyone who's holding an ape isn't holding it for the hope that they show up in the Super Bowl halftime. Like, no one's hoping I don't know that if that's a no one. There's you know, but I don't think anyone's 15, hoping that thousand people that own one of these apes now, and yeah, but... a lot of them are getting told about the Super Bowl, like that have bought in the past month. Are thinking Super Bowl, but I don't I think do anyone's think dumping are. it. So I don't think anyone's dumping it twentieth below the floor if they don't show up, right? Like no one's gonna well, be like, this "Oh my god!" Saying like one, it just moves it. Yeah, um, but no one's gonna be like, "Oh, I'm listening to my ape for eighty now that they didn't show up in the halftime show." Like I just don't see that, and I don't think it's gonna run if they do say an ape does show up in the halftime show. I don't think it's gonna run up twenty Ethereum. Like who's sitting around with a hundred Ethereum just being like. Oh, I saw an ape on the show on the Super Bowl show. Now I'm gonna go buy one, right? Like, pe- people don't spend three hundred thousand dollars willy nilly. I feel like um, to me, like it's not something you might see a couple people buy, but not enough to move the floor by twenty Ethereum. Like that's a lot. If, if the floor moves by twenty Ethereum, I'm not owning an ape uh, on Monday's show. Whoa, that's a good <laughs> statement. You mean up? Wow. Is your ape listed right now? It is. Oh my god! There's 89 apes wow. to 120 ETH floor. Babs is one of them. Apparently, wow. that's a Babs bomb right there. No, I'm Holy above. I'm above. I'm wait. above 120, but it's listed. Um, mm. And I have. I have wow. given much thought to selling it lately. I was actually going to ask you that question, Babs, not even in a, in a needling way, but if you take it that way, we can just move on. Of like you said, people don't hold apes because they're going to be on the Super Bowl. Why do people hold apes at this pricing level? I don't understand. Well, I think part of it is like people, like people hold them because there's other things coming, um, and if they think that other stuff's coming, can keep, keep providing like mutants and and board ape dogs, and if people think the other stuff coming can pe- keep providing them, you know three Ethereum, five Ethereum there. It makes it easier to hold an asset if you know you keep getting money out of it. Um, so you kind of, you sell the sell yeah. the milk, keep the cow um, kind of thing, right? Like it, it's Cows? just easier, right? 
Um, <laughs> Why'd you do that? The chat's gonna go crazy again. But there's so there's a storm until you brought milk. <laughs> but there's like you know ape coin coming. There's like other stuff on the roadmap that people think mm. might um might might be that. And a lot of people that own apes now are super rich people, and they don't need the money. Well, um, a lot of the people at this point, right? So me personally, um, it would be a lot of money. I I am interested in selling. Um, I have it listed. Mm. I have debated lowering it, um, and I probably will. So, so my thought, kind of piggybacking off of what you're just saying there, is it would be really interesting and cool to interview someone who bought an ape in 2022. Um, because I think the take that you said on, well, we got three ETH from the dogs and 10 ETH from the mutants. People that are buying in the past month didn't have any of that and don't even know that probably exists. They're buying it for the status. And so that that's where it kind of like shifted where the idea of holding a high floor. So I do think there's probably a lot of people that are in that similar situation that now that it hit 100 ETH, they're starting to think like, maybe I should look into selling because, you know, you're not someone that has thousands of ETH that's spending 100. You know, Bieber goes and gets... 900 ETH buys a couple apes and doodles and whatever. Um, you can't just like fling money around like that in the same way. But if you were to cash out, this could be like a once in a lifetime opportunity to sell something for $300,000. So yeah. I think that's like the difference. And there's like a transition of ape holder where now those holders are in the mutant range, I think. Well, well, the other like, thing that I learned about was like, Veblen goods like i didn't know that was a thing maybe yeah. i'm a poor but i also don't follow finance but like the idea is just it's very expensive because it's very expensive it's essentially flexing but in uh, a good it's like a rolex, rolex. maybe that's right. it's like rolex thing. like like rolex you know, tells time yeah. just as good as a guest watch tells time right like why do people spend thousands of dollars on a rolex versus a cheap like mark like cheap leather like plastic watch it's because the status, right? Like it's no different than board apes now. Like they're in that category. Um, that's why people buy them. Um, people that are buying at a hundred ETH floor don't need the hundred ETH. Let's be honest. Like they're not yeah. most like 90, 98% of people buying there aren't thinking of it as investment. They're thinking of it as a flex. And a Veblen good sure. is something or a good where the, the price goes up um, and the demand follows it. Whereas usually it's the opposite where price goes up them. and the demand slowly continues to go down because the price is going up. Um, it's the opposite with a Veblen good. So I mean, just, they to were... just to clarify for people like Dangy that were confused, oh, you know, a couple like days asking. ago. Yeah. They're like, like, the movement from 60 to hundred ETH, like there was, you'd think when something's at 80 Ethereum, it's like one sale a day. These were like multiple an hour. It was wild during that stretch there. Do you, so do you think the Veblen good theory is even legit though? Like in I, in part of me, or in in part, just, well, I think there are such things as Veblen goods, obviously, but do you, do we think that NFTs are going to get there or that board API club is there? I, part of me just wants to say that it's like what people are telling themselves that are still holding their apes and want to continue giving them a reason to, but at this point, like, like you're in Babs's shoes, you, you minted at 0.08, even if you realize profit and buy, bought back, like what's in the next year or even five years, like what's the max that apes get to? Like the most you could do is like a, what a 
two to five X from here, right? Yeah, Whereas yeah. you already did like a freaking thousand X or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't even know the math on that. It's, it, it, I mean, at this point, it's like, man, it, I, I, if I was in their shoes, I wouldn't have hold the, held this long probably and two, I'd be selling right now. I, I've thought about that a lot, Trey, lately is, is like, you know, if I'm not selling now, when am I selling and what's the upside? Yeah. Like I what, mean, like, is it going to get to 200 Ethereum floor? Like maybe, maybe it does. Um, but if Ethereum keeps going up, probably not. Uh, so then, you know, what's my other selling point? Like, do I think I can get to a hundred Ethereum floor? Yeah. Yeah. I probably could. Um, you know, one day fall the rich people keep buying up, um, if it gets to 150. What, but could, could it go down to 50 Ethereum floor? Yeah. Yeah. Like I think it could also. And would I be more mad at myself if I didn't sell at a hundred and it went down to 50 or would I be more mad if I sold at a hundred and it went to 150? Answer's easy for me. Um, so, so that's kind of what I've been thinking about you, lately. Yeah. You can't even be mad if you saw. Well, that. that's what I mean. Like, I'd be more mad if I. would be more mad if I. Like, it's so easy. I'd be more mad if I sold and uh, you know, went down to fifty than if I sold and went to one fifty. That wouldn't bother me. Um, the other way. So, it, and also, you, it goes. Like, go ahead. Like, you could just like, if you have that sale, just like buy a mutant as like a little hedge against the potential that. Oh yeah, like I already have. Down, a, I already have know. a mutant too, so like it's not like I'm totally out. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you saying? get the man who has everything? Three hundred thousand dollars. It's so funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's. But thanks for letting me talk it out because it does help. Like, I, I, it's not like an easy decision either way. Obviously. Um, but... Well, and there's there's I mean, also there's only ten thousand people you can discuss it with, and like, how many people do you consider your true like friends or confidants or people you've communicated with about NFTs for a long period of well, time? There's not that many. How many ape holders would Crazy. even consider selling? too right like some of them won't even entertain the conversation so that that dwindles it down already right but like it's tough because you had to be in this like to even get to 100 ETH you arguably had to be like kind of crazy in in general right to hold it that long so you almost have to just completely do a 180 and be like okay I'm gonna sell this now whereas like there was so many points over the last six months, six to eight months where you could have done the same thing and it would have been very, very well justified, right? Like people would have called people called people crazy for holding it to 50 floor, much less a hundred. Right. So like, it's hard to draw that line in the sand when every single place you draw it is just ridiculous. Yeah. Question two. <laughs> Sorry, that yeah, went yeah, yeah, Honestly, well, I appreciate <laughs> talking though, because I I have been yeah. thinking about it a lot, and and you know it helps hearing other people's argument. Will the broadcast or halftime show crew say board ape? If no uh, board ape yacht club are seen on the broadcast, then this is void. So, wait a second, did I phrase that wrong? Pump is in the chat. He'll tell me. <clears throat> I need to go look. I think I phrased put that the opposite. So this is only applying if there's no board ape on the show because of course they're going to announce that there is one nice so nice spelling of board by the way oh my god yeah welcome <laughs> so, here, so here's the thing here's how did thing. that get fucked who was that was that day it was me it's all that is funny that is our producer? i can't believe i didn't notice that here's the thing i i last week i was off my like, yeah, i didn't feel well like that was a mental day today like, i'm i'm i don't i don't feel well at all so we're we're playing hurt that's why board is b-o-a-r-d but also pronunciation so no pump it's not it's not your fault i gotta go look and see what you wrote to see if you you did it right or i did it wrong anyway will the broadcaster halftime show say board ape 
Uh, and if a board ape is shown on the broadcast, this is void. Shout out to XG. I don't. I'm not sure if I, I can also completely understand because, like, it, in my opinion, I just if it's not shown on the screen, I don't think they would say it at all. So then I have that's, to say no for this. That's the yeah. bet. I don't think the parentheses are just necessary in this situation. But I still like, think I still general, think if it was shown, they... like I could see them talk about it without it being shown. I don't know. Yeah, I think my my answer is no. <laughs> no minus eighty. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I'll say. Uh, are you saying yes at plus two, plus two ten? I think. Baz, what do you have? Who's the announcer? And the halftime show is big. So, like, if if it shows up in the halftime show, it is. Do we know who the boomers are? Because right, maybe they the say it first. So you're saying I'm, they say it like to prep you before the show, and then I'm gonna it say no. Show? I'm gonna say no. They have no idea what it is. Probably they're just totally clueless. Why, all, them, why, right? why are these monkeys the dancing on the? What? Why are these monkeys dancing on the? It's probably like uh, Collinsworth. Oh come on! You don't think that if they have like a big production and they're like coming out dressed up as board apes that these guys weren't like don't have like show notes or something that tells them? I can't even I remember. They don't like comment during the halftime show, do they? Yeah, that's true. there are no, like, beforehand. Like oh, coming yeah. up next, yeah. they talk about the half, and then they they're setting up the stage and they talk that's... about oh like Eminem, Dr. Dre, like they're just gonna talk about it's, them. It's... Collinsworth and Al Michaels, like those two dudes are like so old. They're not probably going to be okay. So it's probably going to be no, but I'm sticking with yes. I'm sticking with it. Which one would it be? I think it would be Collinsworth of those two. Yeah, I'd be Collinsworth, I think. For sure. Okay, Trump is now in my DMs saying it wasn't him. Uh, (laughs) So yeah, it's it's my fault. I told you. I'm using an excuse that I I feel like do do. So I think it's yes because... There is a oh, if nothing's shown on the broadcast, yeah, I yeah. think it's a no. I'm gonna go no. I was thinking I had an out of like, what is the chance that somebody has like a sock with an ape on it, but then it'd be technically be shown, and so maybe they'd be explaining like, oh, what's that thing on their sock, like a board ape? I have no idea. Oh, like oh, shoes. Like Von Miller has one. Odell has yeah. one. As that's why I use them on on our thumb today, but. This one is this one was an interesting question to me. I felt like the odds are, I feel like that's more of a long shot than maybe it should be. Does that include one. commercials? So, so the, the over under of NFT co- over under NFT collection shown during broadcast, which includes the game, commercials, and all halftime programming. So basically once it once it kicks off mm-hmm. until the game is over. Will there? How many NFT collections will be shown? As well, correct. So it's like if they show oh, BAYC in a commercial and the halftime show, that still only counts as one. Right. Correct. Yeah. <clears throat> I I uh, could I see. Just, uh, I think it's going to be. I, I'm, I'm going, going over four and a half just here. because of commercial. I think there's going to be a yes. There's going to be a Coinbase commercial that has Cool Cats and Ghosts and Forty Eight. I think the long shot stuff. is, and they're going to be they're going to be talking about their new NFT marketplace. I'm sure. So it's just too perfect of timing. Like they just went public this year. They've got a massive NFT marketplace that's coming out. NFTs are going nuts. You don't think they're going to have a Super Bowl commercial too? 
what if like you know how there's some half. of those like web you think it's over two and a half yeah i think three and a half yeah i think it's gonna be my guess is four yeah i was thinking three over three and a half yeah uh, the now I mean, if we're taking the odds count here, I would go over four under. and a half for sure. But if we're just saying yeah, like what 100%. I actually think, yeah, like three or four is probably the the safe, you know, probably what it's going to be. But I do think this isn't like that crazy. Like, potentially, yeah. just that's what I'm saying. Like in commercial that literally, probably. yes, that literally just has one or like that has all the collections just like mashed up together, and there you go. It's one commercial. It's over. And they are partnering with more what? than five collections, I think, right? Like they have Ghost, Sporting, yeah. a couple other ones. What if um, Coinbase NFT does the thing that happened a lot in my childhood? I think it. I think maybe GoDaddy started it, where they just <laughs> advertise stuff at the at uh, the, the Super Bowl, and then the website or the product is live immediately afterwards. Like, go to this website right now. So I could see Coinbase NFT doing that and paying a shitload of money. And then just bringing a bunch of eyeballs to go buy some of my bags, please. Hopefully, once they get over Coinbase NFT. I think yeah. some people I were saying that said, like, with Bored Ape, like they were going to do a commercial and just say like, fuck it, Ape Coin tomorrow or something, right? Like, um, not just the commercial. Oh, but, that'd be like, sick. That'd I mean, be so, so like, right, wouldn't it? I don't know. Like, it'd be cool. No way they would talk about Ape Coin on a Super Bowl commercial. Talk about SEC. You guys want whitelist? Knocking at your door. <laughs> <laughs> Enter this code in our Discord right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, imagine. Dude, what if someone hacks uh, a Super Bowl commercial? That could just wreck everyone. I like this one. I like that. All right, so this is when Gump starts getting a little trolly. I like trolly Gump usually. Yeah. Sometimes trolly Gump is too is, is too incisive from from for a little. But I think lines thing, like this could this be really good. interesting to use. Like, for sure. So like rushing yards of Joe number, Mixon versus BAYC floor. You know? That's a good one. The uh, the question is higher number at the conclusion of Super Bowl Joe Burrow total touchdowns passing rushing receiving or Pixelmon floor in ETH. Um, for the record, it's 1.5 uh, is the line right now. For Joe Burrow? For, for Pixel, passing? Pixel on. Um, oh. Burrow go, might be 1.5. He might be. I was like, what's I the go, actual line? I go for, Burrow. There's no way. I, I would smash Burrow. It's, like, it's got to be Burrow. Smashing Burrow? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, there's no way Pixelmon gets over two. What are you? It's a... There's Especially no way the reveal for Pixelmon. Yeah, there's no way that the after the reveal, like that those pixelated monster things are just gonna be so hyped <laughs> my, that my people only, are my, paying like two or three ETH. They I just, just need no to get way. just need to get a dragon. It's the only way I'm not dusted on this, right? Like I just there's two people that want out now that just like hate the sour taste in their mouth. I'll be surprised if it ever gets if it gets over two um by the Super Bowl. So I and smash burrow. It, it doesn't have to go over two. It has to get a one. Burrow line is one and a half. Yeah, but higher number. Like if burrow has two touchdowns, then burrow wins, yeah. right? I mean, it's one minus one. I just think like but... burrow having two touchdowns, mm. pretty safe bet is one of our. I mean, if we're going the odds here, probably probably better to go. I mean, Pixelmon, but burrow could have like one. 50, 50, he could have one touchdown and win this still. That's all there. Well, that's what I was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, please don't say that. <laughs> Tim uh, is trying to parlay this. He's trying to parlay the burrow over and and the burrow over. Yeah, I I bet burrow. I like um, so I had like a preseason or earlier season bet on the Rams to win. So I 
as my hedge, I did Burrow to win MVP. But mm. I didn't want to hedge too much, so I took the the higher odd number. Could grant could, congrats Frankie on the, wants uh, to bet. Yeah, well, we we might need a new odds maker. I don't know. Lou, did you take Burrow or did you take Pixelmon? Burrow. Yeah. You took Burrow. Okay. Uh okay. I believe this is our last one. Will the raid party team launch any form of a public game on ETH mainnet by kickoff of the Super Bowl? This uh, is this is this wrong? Is that supposed to be seven five? Is this just uh, another digit in that? 750. 750. <laughs> the, the odds maker had uh, 75 as the... Oh, oh, we're spoiling things. Is it, the is odds it maker 75? had 75. Yeah. <laughs> 10 minus 75. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Eric. I feel like it should be um, 175. It's, it's, it's got to be 175. Yeah, like 175 or something. I I'm I'm I have heavy bags, so I'm I'm praying it's a yes, and I'm gonna say yes. I actually think they launch on the twelfth. I think they launch on the twelfth. What day were they originally supposed to launch? Tomorrow. They're supposed to launch tonight. They're supposed to launch at Showtime. I I thought we were gonna be on the show and put my dudes in the race. Yeah. I thought I was supposed to be firing them in there. They're gonna be battling monsters, and we'd all be getting rich while we're live streaming. No, it's supposed to be. I don't. I really. I truly thought we were gonna have like pump come back on again from last week and do a a white paper review and go super deep and nerdy on raid party. I really was like that was my plan for the show. Pump's a traitor. He abandoned us already. We should. He should even be affiliated. I jumped in the Discord this morning and dumps like. I got one left. I'm like, what is going on? Like, <laughs> this is crazy. Ultimate like, betrayal. I woke up to a DM from Keith. Like, you should probably be checking out your raid party bags from last night. I'm like, oh, geez. I, I guess we're down, like, really bad today. So, what, <sighs> was it, are people just fudding the developers? Well, the game was delayed. People fudged them because, you Education. know. Hansen communication was bad was, to lead exactly. the game yeah. the fighters floor didn't seem to be as affected as the heroes floor yeah the fighters are hanging like they came out the hero did they come out and say the heroes are worse right. now no it, it's just there's less supply no, demand for heroes so people just dump yeah. those easier like some people people that still want to play the game are still holding six heroes probably right so um anyone that had an extra hero is probably jump trying to dump it just to mm. de-risk a bit. You, so. so the 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 game really does need to for people to actually see the value in a hero or or whatever. I, I feel like the game you need to be able to play the game and see how it kind of plays out, right? Like the mechanics of it and the value of a hero and burning the different fi- like fifteen fighters versus twenty fighters. Is that really going to be at a big advantage type thing, right? So it's just like. The heroes, yeah, are getting destroyed right now. Like gen heroes are two eth floor. That's so bad. Oh, oh! How long until we would get to that spot where somebody would be burning fifteen fighters into a hero? Though, how many? Like, it's about what? What is it? Like one point five fighters a day or something like that? Like, (sighs) do you think the prices just started too high? Like, if if all Say it was, was 0.1 for a fighter, 
and you know, 0.5 for Hero and the Genesis were like two. Do you think they just started too high? Because I think if you got like I'd be more likely to have bought six if it was they minted at 0.1 for a fighter, but now they're 0.25. Like I'd be more likely to get that many. But the fact that they were already 0.75 when I started looking, I was like, I guess I'll just get two and see where it goes. But then I would never be able to play the game. So it's like it I think it just became too high of an entry point. For for sure. Well, it's same same problem with Pixel Bond, right? Like like once things start dropping when it's too high of an entry point, people get scared of their bags and they just want to exit, right? Like get something and the fear of going to zero is a very real oh. thing for some of these NFT projects, right? So like it's just a thing, right? I, Pixelmon was I've seen a lot of hyphen much on OPC in my day. Uh, <laughs> hyphen scare me, man. The hyphens exist. They're, they're coming for all of us eventually. M- MFers, MFers almost had the hyphen at one point. Like when those get down to 0.05 and they rose they from the dead. Can you believe down. that? They got to 0.05. 0.053 or something. Oh Someone was sent showing uh, sales there. I, I taxed they last time. Too, too many long. of those. I, I can't believe I didn't hold those. I didn't I'm even so get to mint myself. them. <laughs> The shit that I you hold, that, that you hold everything. You don't have any left. So I know, Babs. That's why I'm mad. That's <laughs> why I'm mad. Like, <laughs> that's amazing. You, you, Mr. Hold doesn't yeah. hold one. No, it's not amazing. It's depressing. I know. It's depressing. That's okay. So let's yeah. I was let's hope we like take these past few days. There. Wait, MFers are at point oh eight. 1.2 no. mfers no, are over that's when i yeah. was like i was selling between like oh. 0.08 and 0.12 is where most of my sales that's why i was very confused i thought they they shot up there yeah which aren't they just vibes right now like there's literally nothing there's no roadmap there's no, there's disc- there's there's no discord there's no it's so toads. funny don't have a like no, it's, it's a cc it's a cc cc zero project or whatever you want to call it right like it's i don't know crypto twitter is all over it though have we heard any like derivatives? Any people want derivatives of it? They have oh, the they ape ones. They have the ape um, ones. There's the three D ones. The three D ones are kind of cool, actually. But I mean, if you mint three D MFers, I the balls that you have are incredible. They look better just than because, the original ones. I, mean, I guarantee this. Three D is terrible. It's hard to not look better than the original ones. I mean, that's part of the meme of it, isn't it? That they look so bad, or that it just looks so low effort. Tyler, when is uh when is Cheech and Chong gonna make me a video for these dusty homies? I need to I need to save that one and try to figure it out. I need to get a uh, Hard Rock Nick video from them. Hard Rock Nick, Hard Rock Nick esque video, I should say. But I have I have like the lowest tier one. So I don't know if I even get to, like, say, hey, say these words or anything. So we'll see. Or they just completely run away from the project because it's 0.03 floor now. What, was Who that knows? the utility? Was that you'll get basically a cameo from Teach and Chong? So they, they had, like, 100 of the items or something like that. Um, there's four different tiers. It was, like, gold, like, sapphire is the tier I have, platinum, and... Each tier was like a better one. So gold is like you get to do a Zoom call with them like in person for a half hour or something. Um, th- the second tier one was kind of cool. It was like a 
signed bong from them. Uh, the other one <laughs> was amazing. like merch, and then the bottom one is like they'll make a custom like sixty second video for you. So that's the one that I have. So um, I've just been holding it. I think normally I would have sold it, but I think the the potential of having a video from them could be could be kind of cool. Smash but the like. It's very dusty. Hit the subscribe. Smash that like button. Find you can find us eventually on podcast platforms. I usually get them out on. I try to get them out on Tuesday. I'm usually kind of lazy, and then I realize it Tuesday night. And then I do it Wednesday morning. It's kind of the vibe that I have on Tuesdays. Thank you all for hanging out. Let's hope we like. I, I want at least like a success story from each of us for next week. I, I want one. Whether it's playing something right and just not minting something that's immediate dust or <laughs> mint and print style. I'm okay I was doing well until Raid Party and Pixelmon came along and ruined all my things I did well, right? I was ready to say that Raid Party was a win on this show and because uh, it was there for a little bit. It's not anymore. Um, maybe next oh, show, man. though, right? There's always next show. Do you want to talk win, like small wins? I mean, Jules back over $9. I did see that back. It was it was in the sixes last week. Yeah. Well, and ETH is up to thirty one hundred. That's not bad. Yeah. The coin the coins are back up. The JPEGs are coins coins are back up. Mm -hmm. Even looks looks is taking a beating by crypto Twitter right now. Uh, And even looks is it's hanging okay. What's looks at? (laughs) It's 3. like three seven. Yeah. That's not terrible. That's actually not not that bad. If you're making it at four oh five. You're making rewards that whole time, right? Things. Like you're doing yeah. okay. No one's really it was, down that bad, other than it was five a couple of days ago. But people are are dumping for that the happening that's coming up. So it was more of an expected drop. But yeah, like you said, like it's not under three right now. So like there's still enough buy pressure to counter it. Hopefully, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for not sure. Terrible. And shout out to the shout out to the other down sad boys. Uh, who I get to hang out with on Thursdays over on Twitch, the D- DeFi Kingdoms boys, just just coping, just so bad. Uh, we had some decent, we had some expected news, I guess, today from the DeFi Kingdoms team. So, um, Jewel is back. Hopefully, we're back. Hopefully, NFTs are dead. Yes. See you later.